Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the American Nightmare Podcast. This is episode 66, recorded Thursday, September 21st, 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Nice. All right. Is this for real? Oh, indeed. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. All right. Wow. We are quickly approaching October. Holy oh, I can't crap. wait. October is the best best month of the year. Yes, indeed it is. It is. It is. I agree. All right. Let's get started with some horror news. Um... They have released a teaser trailer for Thanksgiving, the new Eli Roth horror film, and I am stoked just from that little trailer. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, it looks good. good. Uh, yeah, that trailer looks pr- that little teaser looks pretty good. I can't wait till we get a real trailer out of it. That's more like the trailer that we saw in Grindhouse, but uh, yeah, I'm stoked for that. I'm looking for a good cheesy Thanksgiving horror movie. You know, like absolutely, absolutely, we need one. Indeed, indeed. Got Tons of Christmas ones, not enough Thanksgiving ones. Yeah. There was a, a Black Friday that came out what two years ago with with uh, Bruce Campbell that was Thanksgiving esque. A few Valentine's ones yeah. too, right? Yeah, there are a couple of Valentine ones mm-hmm, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny. Uh, speaking of Christmas horror films, man, I'll tell you, uh, I was at uh, the Fourth Horseman last week playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. And while we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, one of the people at the table looks up at the movie that's playing and goes, what the fuck movie is this? I go, Silent Night, Deadly Night, oh, a classic go. 80s horror film. And they go, my God, it's fucked up. I go, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's very good. There's like three sequels <laughs> to that, too, I think, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, fir- the first one and the second one are great. Yeah, the other I didn't two were really shit. really care for the third one. Yeah. Um, Legacy of Monsters uh, teaser trailer is coming out. This is um, this is based on the um, the uh, Godzilla films, right? Um, this is coming out November seventeenth on Apple TV Plus. It's a whole series based on the whole uh, monsters. Uh, uh, franchise. Nice. You know, King Kong, the Godzilla, all that stuff. Looks pretty good. Um, our One of our favorite films, which we've talked about plenty of times on our top five list, uh, The Strangers, is getting rebooted mm-hmm. as a trilogy. Really? And it's coming out next year. Wow. I mean, I the, yeah. the first one was, was, was great. Loved that it was movie. Fantastic. Crazy. Um, apparently, uh, on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck, Elon Muskrat is calling that service now. Uh, there is an account on there called Strangers TRLGY. They said, shut your window, lock your door. They are coming. Get the first look at the Strangers trilogy at New York Comic Con this year with director Rennie Harlan and producer Courtney Solomon on October 12th at 3 p.m. Is it like a Blumhouse or a... No, I didn't see the production company. I just they had a little picture, basically, of uh, 
the original uh, box art from mm-hmm. the original uh, film, uh, just saying that they're going to premiere the trilogy, the announcement of the trilogy uh, at Comic-Con this year in New York City. That director sounds familiar. I, th- I think I recognize his name from other stuff. Rennie Harlan, yeah. I don't know what he did previously, but yeah, it sounds familiar. Uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines has released its first trailer. Uh, takes place in 1969. Uh, Stephen King commented on it, saying, "Well, they took some liberties." That's never good. That's never good. Yeah. So I'm a little concerned. It's probably going to be shit. Um, <laughs> David Duchovny stars in that show. Mm. Mm. Um, Stephen King says, although it's not entirely faithful to his original vision, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines still has a quote-unquote fine story. <sighs> Isn't entirely faithful to the original vision he had. The script takes some quote-unquote liberties with the story. Mm. <laughs> We're going to beat that horse again, huh? Yeah. I guess so. One more time. One more time around the bend. Let's go. Mm. Mm. Although I do like David Duchovny. So what's that on Peacock? Uh, that's a good question. I don't remember where it's streaming. I believe it is Peacock, yeah. Yeah. I don't have Peacock right now, so. I don't plan on getting Peacock either. No. Uh, Brightburn sequel is on the way, according to the H Collective, the production company that ran the original film with, um, what's his, what was his name that uh, produced that? Uh, the guy that did Slither and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. James uh, Gunn. There yeah, you go. James Gunn. That's I it. know that when the, film, when the film originally came out, it was pretty good, and he talked about a sequel right away, but nothing ever happened. But it seems like... The sequel is not given up on. They will be releasing one eventually. It was a good concept. I, th- I thought it was a good good flick. Yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it. Turning your typical superhero trope into a horror. Right. Um, Werewolf by Night is getting a colorized version for this October on Disney+. Plus. I don't know how I feel about that. I th- I, I, the black and white was nice. Like... Yeah. I, I think that's what made it great was the black and white, the throwback to original uh, yep. classic horror pictures. Like yeah, are they going to like put it in Technicolor? I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm a little concerned by it. I watched yeah, it. Like I don't I, remember how much blood was in there. There was some decent blood, but I, I, I liked it in black and white, you know? Yeah. yeah I thought yeah, for, for being uh, like a throwback to the 50s, you know, it, there, it, it was more gory than you would anticipate for what they were doing. It was part of the charm of the whole thing with yeah. black and white, I, I think. I, yeah, I agree. Sure. Um, yeah, so apparently it's going to be premiering during Huluween. You know, every year uh, the Hulu has a bunch of horror films available on their streaming service. Um, That's that going to go on Disney uh, too, Sal, or just Hulu? It will be on Disney Plus on. Uh, October 20th. Hmm. So Hulu first? Yeah. Yeah. Eli Roth and DreamWorks present Fright Crew animated series streaming on Peacock this October. It is, it looks like it's for kids, but it's a horror-themed anthology series that's animated. Huh, interesting. Fright Crew. 
Yeah, crew spelled K R E W E. Kiru. Hmm. Wonder if that's like someone's name or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um, Saw X releases first teaser trailer with the eye trap clip. I don't know if you had a chance to watch that, but my yeah. God, I was squirming. I'm looking forward to that. I I, I like the entire uh, series so far, and they've they've come up with creative ways to you know stretch that out. You know, well, I'm, the thing about this trailer that made me really kind of like, wow, that's kind of interesting. Is they had you know what's his name getting John. a scan? He's yeah the tumor he's got a brain tumor that they didn't remove during operation and he's going wow i got a lot of work to do and he's sketching new fucking torture on the paper like god damn i can't wait yeah i think it's supposed to take place between one and two and he goes really yeah supposedly he goes to like mexico to some clinic that's supposed to be like experimental and has his high success rate with curing like incurable cancers and it turns out that they're just ripping people off um so he goes down there and and finds out that they're just ripping people off, so they got to pay. They got to pay. They they showed the clip with the eyeball dude, and his hand was, like, strapped up, and he's got a dial in one hand, and his hand has, like, these wires connected to each finger, and the dial has, like, one through five, and he's got the eyeball vacuums on, and he's like, all right, uh, you do a (laughs) lot of great things, but there's a lot of things you don't do well. You've got 60 seconds to turn that dial from one to five or you'd lose your eyes. And, and you see the vacuum turn on and his pupils dilating and he turns the knob to one and it breaks his pinky. I'm like, oh, God damn. Yeah. I think Amanda's back in this one, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, and the other thing, too, uh, that I want to mention as part of this story, it's a separate story, but I, I didn't write it down as separate. They are re-releasing Saw 1 and 2 as a back-to-back in theaters this October to celebrate the history of thought. Of oh, thought. sweet. That'd be kind of cool yeah. to go see. It's like a double feature. Yeah, the first two were really good. Uh, the first one was really impressive. Uh, I have the first five on DVD. All right. Uh, A24 Shop Pearl Anniversary has a suckling piggy bank. Nice. That is the rotting piggy suckling for $48. One side says pearl. The other side is all rotten and full of maggots. Sweet. Uh, I was browsing through that store, and I saw that they also have the uh, that new movie. Uh, what the fuck was the name? The one with the hand. Oh, Talk to Me. Talk to Me, yes. They have a Talk to Me. It says a Talk to Me party sculpture. And it's the sculpture with the names written all over it in a box for $125. No, thank you. No, thank you. Really? It says, bring it out for your friends for a nice party trick. Uh-uh. No way. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I just watched that last weekend, man. It's, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's, a, it's another great A24 flick. Um, I wouldn't do that hand. No way. Wow. Okay. Was that impactful? Nice. Huh? Well, I don't want to give anything away. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it, you know, it's, a, it's a portal, really. That hand is a portal. It's yeah. another A24 banger. For sure. I think it. Uh, <laughs> they said it's the highest-grossing A24 film since Hereditary. Holy wow. shit. Nice. Yeah, it, it was good. And it's Australian. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, this is the sixth year of Hulu's Halloween. I'm going to post the uh, website with all the movies that are playing, but I looked through it and I saw here's the things that are of note. Uh, The new um, Stephen King, The Boogeyman TV series starts on October 5th on Hulu. Oh, there's a series coming out. Yep. 
Marvel Studios Loki Season 2 starts October 6th. Nice. Can't wait for that. Go- yep. The Goosebumps series starts on Hulu and Disney Plus October 13th. Cool, cool. Marvel Studios Werewolf by Night streams in color October 20th on mm. Disney Plus. Mm. FX's American Horror Story does a four-episode Halloween event that starts on October 26th. Have either of you uh, seen any of the trailers for that? I don't like know what it's. Uh, yeah, the new one. I have not. I saw I that Emma Roberts her. is like back back yeah. in it, and she plays I a significant parts of it the other night. I just I'm, I'm, I, I gave up done. on that like three or four seasons ago. Yeah, I think I was just done. gonna say is like four seasons ago was the end for me. That yeah, the last Vampire. What was the one they were up in New England? It started off good, and then it just like took a left turn. I was like, oof. Yeah, the last one I watched fully was the summer camp one. It was like what, like 1984 or something like that. It was called, or like 1983. Like that was yeah. the last one I watched like totally. They try to. He tries to do too much, you know. Right, right. That's the thing. Yep. And the problem is when you try and do that much all at once, you, you're not good at any of it. No. None of it's great. No. Yeah. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses returns for its 20th anniversary, October 8th and 11th, for some Fathom events. Just a reminder, look in your local paper or your local online for your uh, local theaters times. Uh, October 8th, shows are going to be at 4 and 7 p.m. local time. And on Wednesday, October 11th at 7 p.m. local time. That'd be kind of fun to go see that um, in the theater. Yeah. yeah I, uh, my understanding is the 4K version, which I don't have yet, uh, is pretty awesome. Uh, it's HDR, so that high dynamic range makes all those dark scenes pop even better. Um, so I'm, I'm going to probably get the 4K edition. I'm building up my 4K collection, slowly but surely. Sweet. Uh, Fathom Events also has Onyx, the Fortuitous, and the Talisman of Souls, October 19th at 7 p.m. in your local theaters. Check out where it's at. I will say this. if It's a good comedy horror. If you're familiar with Onyx, the Fortuitous, that's the crazy Satan dude that does the fake uh, uh, interviews on the news. Uh, this is a very funny um, comedic horror film that he he did uh, crowdsourcing to make this film himself. And I saw it last year at um, the Sundance Film Festival online. Uh, I paid to watch it, and I fucking laughed my ass off. It was I, really good. I haven't checked it out. Is that is that available for streaming? No. He's still trying to work on a distribution partner. Yeah, because so. I was going to say, I wanted to see it after you, you gave it such rave reviews, but I haven't found it available for streaming. I guess that's why. N- nope. No distribution partner yet. So All right. Still working at it. But I thought it was a hilarious film. I really like it because I love that Onyx the Fortuitous guy because he does the, he he always does the, uh, that fucking stammering and stuttering whenever he talks. It's very funny. Very funny guy. I think my uh, buddy Kevin, who listens to the show, he was going to go check the the Fathom event out. I believe he got tickets for it. Yeah. Uh, a new film called Monsters of California released a trailer. Hmm. This is a film directed by Blink-182's Tom DeLonge. What? <laughs> yeah. After discovering a, uh, research left behind a missing government agent, Dallas Edwards and his misfit high school friends embark on a righteous and dangerous adventure to uncover paranormal conspiracy in Southern California that brings them face-to-face with some of the government's most guarded mysteries. Interesting. Sounds good. Featuring an original film store composed by... Elian Rubin and produced by Tom DeLong and Aaron Rubin. 
Directed by Blink-182's Tom DeLonge. It's right up his alley because it's all about uh, conspiracies and aliens and monsters. And it lo- uh, The trailer looked pretty good, so I-, I might check it out. Yeah, I'll have to check the trailer out. Uh, I passed around the other day and put it on our Facebook, the trailer for Suitable Flesh. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is a Shutter production that will be in theaters and video on demand in October. Joe Lynch's HP Lovecraft movie will be in theaters and video demand next month. Check out the trailer because, holy shit, it looks great. Heather Graham, schwing. Yeah. Shwing, Heather Graham having sex. Shwing. Yeah, she's like a horny like monster or something. And it, like I was like, oh, well, yes, this sounds it, good to me. The story is, anytime you have sex with this monster, your bodies change. Your soul changes bodies. Oh. And after you're doing it three times, it's permanent. Mm. Yeah. So... Very, very interesting. Looks like quite the movie, and I cannot wait. Yeah, it looks good. It out. I can't wait either. All right, that's it for me. You guys got any uh, uh, horror news you want to talk about? Um, I got two things real quick. Um, yep. The uh, It Lives Inside trailer uh, came out last week. That's uh, coming out in the theaters this week, I think. It looks really good. It's a, yeah, yeah. like a, I think an Indian like horror flick, but it's it's done in English, um, and it looks pretty creepy. Um, it does. So that uh, that that's one you should check out. And uh, season three of Chucky uh, drops October fourth. Oh, um, if you guys, uh, it's it's a really good show. I, I, I'm glad they came out with a third season because I've I've really enjoyed the series uh, first two seasons. So um, yeah, it's not bad, not bad. Uh, that's all I got. Just those two things. Craig, I don't have anything. Nope. No horror video think. games or nothing. I am playing uh, Phobia. How's that? Right now, PlayStation. It's okay. It's, yeah. it's not the greatest. Yeah, it's okay. Been having a hard time finding video games that I really get into anymore. There's one that just came out. Um, it looks good. It's called Ad Infinium or something like that. It look, looks mm-hmm. like it's going to be really good. Horror? Yep. So yep. when I'm done playing this one, I'll, I'll jump on that one. Cool, cool. I've been playing Spider-Man, getting ready for Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation. I was going to say, that's only available for PlayStation, right? Yep. Bastards. Same thing with the up and upcoming Wolverine video game that's going to be rated R. Damn you, Sony. They, they announced it two years ago, but apparently they haven't been... They're almost done with the game, but they haven't been talking about it because they're promoting... Insomniac Games is promoting the new Spider-Man 2. But rumor has it, as soon as that releases, there will be a full-blown trailer for Wolverine. That Silent Hill uh, remake's coming out, too, I think. Yeah, so I love Silent Hill. Coming, that was one of my favorite corner, games. They were creepy. The yeah. First three games were all great. All three of the first three, I think. Yeah, yeah they're right up there with the Resident Evil ones, I think. That's what they said, this this Ad Infinium. Uh, look, they, it sort of reminded them of Silent Hill. So. Oh, yeah? Cool. Yeah. Nice. We'll see. All right. Now we've got five flicks from a streaming service, and it's me this month. And I'm going to pick Pluto TV. I don't know if you guys have been watching anything on Pluto TV. No, I have not. Is it free? I, I yeah, really, I yeah, Pluto TV is free. One of the things I really like about it is it's live streaming. And you can bring up a channel schedule just like you do on your cable box and flip through what channel you want to watch, find mm, the show yeah. you want to watch, and click, and it takes you to the live stream. Cool. Or you can do video on demand. It does either way, but it's all free. I'm going to have to check that out. There's only certain things on demand. It'll tell you if it's on demand. Yeah, I, I've watched yeah. it. It's, it's, it's good. 
commercials All right. for, the, for the live stuff? Yep. Yeah. Just like live TV. It's just like, yeah. you know, the gotcha, TV gotcha. We, grew all, we all grew up with. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. All right. So my five picks from there that are new this month is, number one, The Lost Boys. Like great flick. One of the best fam- vampire films ever, right? Yeah. Love that film. Such a, such a great cast. Yeah. Uh, another one is uh, Halloween by Rob Zombie, the Rob Zombie remake. I was a big really? fan of that uh, remake. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the first one was fantastic. Brutal. Um, the first power. Damn, it's, that's uh, an old Lou one. Diamond Lou Diamond Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips, classic 80s uh, satanic horror film. Love that's, it. That was like, yeah, that was a really good movie. You sort of don't see that yep. anymore either, do you? Like, no. no. Yeah, you no. don't see that being played much. It's racial, I think. Yeah. It's racial. Yeah. Uh, 1408, the Stephen King film. John Cusack, Samuel L. Jackson. John Cusack. That's yep. a really good Fantastic. one, too. We've Fantastic. talked about that one once or twice in, in our... Uh, in our. It, it was on a bunch of my list because I love that film, man. Yep. And I love the alternate ending, too. Fantastic. And Night of the Comet, another classic oh, wow. 80s horror yeah, film. Yeah, for sure. Uh, streaming on Pluto TV. So if, you, if you've got the Pluto TV app or you got it on your phone or your smart TV, definitely check those films out this month. Uh, I don't know how long they're streaming because typically stuff goes on there and then it's gone. So mm. get a chance during October. Go ahead and check out those films on Pluto TV. Amazon uh, Prime put on all the Universal. I don't know how they did it, but they, they have all the Universal monsters up. Oh really? I have I have all the Universal monsters on you 4K. You do have I think <laughs> half of them are free and half of them you got to pay. Oh, nice. I don't know why they did that. On which that's on Pluto TV? No, uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, Universal monsters. Yep. All right. That is my five flicks to watch. All right. Let's go ahead and sh- Go on to our top five list. Top five list this month is top five exorcism movies. This was kind of tough because goes, I was I was yeah. thinking possession movies, but like I wanted to make sure that there was actually an exorcism involved in the movie because yeah. I think we've done possession movies before, and they don't yeah. always yes, involve have. exorcisms. Yes. No, correct, it's, it's correct. Slim yeah, no, actually, there's quite a few exorcism yeah, films out there. I was kind of surprised. They're yeah, not the, uh, they're not all great though. No, that's they're what I'm saying. I think you know, two two of mine are probably. I just you know I saw them, and that's why they're on the list. This month it is Sal Chris Chris. Okay, so let me get started. Um, my number five, the first power. Oh, look at that. <laughs> What a what a segue! Yeah, yeah. On that one, they tried to exercise him twice to get him out of uh, out of the criminal and exercise the demon out of him, but it didn't work until the last time. So that was great. Um, my number four, The Exorcist, number three, the third Exorcist film. That part where that old lady's like crawling across the crawl. That's like the very first yeah. time that somebody did that in the movie. You know, like that backwards yep. like spider crawl across the. Yeah. Yep. My number three, The Conjuring, when they do the exorcism in the basement. Yeah, Bathsheba. Yeah, that was great. That film was the best Conjuring film out of them all. It's yeah. the one that started that massive two, uh, world. It wasn't terrible. I, it was, I, I, liked, terrible. I, I liked both of them. <laughs> yeah. 
The Devil Made Me Do It was not good. Though. No. No. One was not that no, they got another one coming out, right? Like a fourth one? Yeah. I think so. Plus the Nun. <laughs> well, and there's Once that other... that The started. Nun 2's coming out. Like, or is yeah. that out already? Yeah. No, they're it's done with. Uh, they're done with... Uh, Annabelle? Wait, was it out this last weekend? I think? Yeah, I think yeah. it might have came out. Yeah, this past weekend. And Insidious. They're done with those two, I think. Talk that talk to me and the nun were the top two films this weekend, which is talk to me still out in the theater. Yeah, really, damn. Well. Yeah. yeah, must be doing good. It's How's kicking the ass. Is yeah. the nun getting good reviews or no? Stinkers. It, it, they're mediocre reviews, but the thing is, I'm very surprised that horror movies are in the top two films. Like yeah. that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, we're getting to that time of year. Yeah. 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 All right, my number two, The Pope's Exorcist. Yeah. We'll be talking about that movie here in a little bit. Yep. And my number one, which, come on, we've all got to have the same number one, The yeah. Exorcist. <laughs> like, that is The Exorcism movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, honorable mentions. I do have two honorable mentions. Um, the Right and The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which that one was pretty scary, and it's based on a true story, so yeah. that's pretty interesting. Well, there you yeah, go. I, don't think I've saw, I don't think I've seen The Right. That's with uh, Anthony Hopkins, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. It was good? He plays like a chief exorcist that uh, kind of isn't doing it anymore, but yeah, it was awesome, awesome film. Worth an honorable mention. Oh. All right. Uh, Chris, your turn. Okay, now now this one, it's not officially an exorcism, but it's similar. This one was the old ways on Netflix. It was uh, it took place in Mexico, and instead of like a Catholic exorcism, it was a, a witch doctor who was exorcising a demon from a from a woman that came down there to do a report reporting. And it's called the old ways because she's a a bruja. If you remember in um, uh, in uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. The, the, the guy's yeah. uncle. Like this is what this woman does. It's really good. It's it's yeah. it's it's kind of like a slow burn, but the ending's real like real creepy. Came out in 2020. Nice. The old ways. Uh, number four, one that we uh, we watched a couple months ago, Hellhole. That uh, that one uh, was it Irish or Scottish? They were performing those. They, they they turned out to be fake exorcisms, but they were performing exorcisms in the uh, in that. Uh, that fucked up church that yeah. uh, ended up being like that was a, a good movie. Portal, was a good movie. Portal from hell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three for me is The Pope's Exorcist. Uh, and again, I'm not going to say a whole lot now because we'll talk about that movie here in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, number two for me is The Conjuring. Uh, you know, we just talked about that one too. And number one, obviously, is The Exorcist. I <laughs> the first time I saw that man because when because I, I was raised Catholic you know and I think when I saw this we were we were still going to church and stuff like that and that scene where 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 Reagan was violating herself with that crucifix I was like holy shit man I'm I think I'm going to hell for this I really think yeah. I'm going to go to go to hell for watching this Dude, shit same thing it gave me nightmares for a long time and the part where she starts where she says, your mother sucks cocks in hell. I was like, can they say that in movies? <laughs> <laughs> like, is this real? What's happening? Oh, uh, man, I, that movie, like, I, yeah, I had nightmares for probably weeks after watching watching the original. 
Yeah. And then I have one uh, one honorable mention, The Cleansing Hour, which is another one that we did a review on um, yeah, a couple years right. ago, that's which right. was also fake exorcisms. It started out as a fake exorcism, yeah, but yeah. it ended up being like for real, you know. And, I, and I, that was yeah. a that was a clever take on a on an exorcism movie. So that's uh, yeah, that, those are mine. Yep. Okay. Um, I went with uh, number five. I went with the Pope's Exorcist. Made all the lists. Yeah, wow. made all the lists. Um, number four, I went with, uh, <laughs> this is the end. Yeah. There was a, there was an exorcism right. scene in there. Jonah Hill That's was right. uh, possessed. Yeah. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> does, it, a, does it compel me? <laughs> uh, such a funny ass movie, but yeah, had an exorcism scene in it. Very good. Yeah. Yep. Um, number three, I went with the wailing. It was a Korean flick. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. I, it's on my list of things to watch, but I haven't seen it. And it's kind of, I mean, there's all kinds of shit in it. I mean, you got to wrap your head around it. It's, it's, it's yeah. a really good movie. A lot going on. Well, because there's zombies, and you're like, it's a zombie movie, but then there's like, you know, possessed people, there's demons in it, and then there's like ghosts. So oh, that sounds good. Kinds of sh- it's all kinds of shit in it. It's like a there's, potpourri there's, there's, of, of horror. Yeah, and then there, but what there was possession and like a shaman at the end and sweet, yeah. Uh, number two, I went with the Conjuring, uh, the first one. Nice. And uh, number one, the Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> Tops on all the lists. I, yeah. I would be I would be uh, surprised if any of us would have picked something other than the Exorcist as number it's one. It's like Joel's <laughs> when you're talking about uh, exactly yeah exactly. right water horror movies or. Yeah. Exactly. And then, uh, yes! <laughs> cleansing hour for uh, my honorable mention. Nice. Nice. All right. Very good. Nice. Yes! Uh, yes! That was a great top five list. Yes! Is this for real? Yes, it is. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Awesome. Let's move on to our movie review. The movie review this month is. The Pope's Exorcist. This, this was released in 2023. It got an 81% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. It is a horror thriller that's an hour and 43 minutes long. A um, little bit, little background on this film. It's inspired by the actual files of Father Gabriella Amorth, chief exorcist for the Vatican, Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. The Pope's exorcist follows Amorth as he investigates a young boy's terrifying possession and ends up uncovering a centuries-old conspiracy the Vatican has desperately tried to keep hidden. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. rated R for sexual references, language, some nudity, violence. The genre is horror-slash-mystery-thriller. Original language is English, and the director is Julius Avery. Yes! Uh, yeah, this was released April 14th, 2023, nationwide, and went to streaming on May 2nd. Uh, box office gross was only $19.8 million, which is kind of sad, given yeah. it was a fairly decent film. An hour and 43 minutes by Screen Gems and Sony Pictures. All yeah. right. I thought it was timed pretty good. Yes. Yeah, like you said, though, but we've had this conversation before, though. It's uh, it's unfortunate that uh, no one has disposable income to go to see movies as right. much anymore. Right. So that's why it didn't and do so well. And it would be a quite the gamble. And I'll say this much. 
uh, it was refreshing to watch a good film for a change because yeah, the only the only thing I was thinking while watching this, uh, given some of the some of the poo poo bombers we had recently, I'm like, God damn, Russell Crowe is a fucking great actor. Jesus, he Christ. was a great actor. I thought the 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 the, the film itself was a, was a, was a good film. It was shot yeah. well. You know, the cinematography was good. Um, yeah, it, it it was. He was a good actor. Yeah, and and the what was what's that the girl the the mother in the film? Yeah, what was I, her I, name? The she was in she was in Midnight Mass. She was in Midnight Mass. She was in she was in Doctor Sleep. She was in like she was in a ton of films recently. Yeah, and she's good too. Yeah, and she's also she she was in that uh, 101 uh, horror uh, top horrors that was on Shutter doing interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, was, yeah. she did some of the interviews, so she she must be in, in she in, likes the genre, you know. And she, she she was in a bunch of Mike Flanagan's films. That's why. Yeah, uh, she was in, she was in a handful of his stuff. Yeah, I know. He, does, like, he I seems to use the same people over and over again, kind of like oh, yeah. Zombie does, well, you know. And I, I'm pretty sure that most directors do. I mean, you get you kind of get into a groove with certain actors, right? And if if you feel that they are kind of like the type of actor you need or have the skills you're looking for, you're not going to take gambles grabbing other people, and, True. and you wind up. We wind up kind of riding as a team with those people, and and I yeah. see it happen all the time, and it makes sense, you know. You establish a rapport with the with a director, and they're like, when they think of a character, they go, I, I know who I want to play this, and yeah, and they reach out to him. I thought the uh, the opening scene was great. Like I just the opening like, scene, like his uh, like like just the way he carried himself. Like you know, he was kind of funny, but also you know, commanded the room, and you know. Uh, yep. The only th- the only thing I had a problem with was uh, sometimes when he was talking in Italian, it got a little too quiet. I had to like bump the volume up because I was yeah. like, "What the hell did he say there?" Like I, I couldn't. The soundtrack I couldn't... was good too. Like that it was a really good soundtrack. Like, Started off yeah, with a cult. Yeah. yeah. Had some violent yeah. femmes. Like yeah, it was definitely yeah. a good soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Great acting. Like everyone, even the the second uh, priest, the the Spanish priest. Oh yeah. That guy. We've seen him in a couple other horror films too, and he was really great too. Um, like I said, like just right off the bat, I'm like, this is like a whole nother playing, you know, a whole nother level of acting when it comes to horror films. Like, I'm for like, sure, oh, yeah, you don't get that that how, often with horror films. Yeah, how fucking refreshing is this? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. And, and the thing is, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe, right? Yes, yes. Uh, when it comes to his acting skills, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like Italian people. But like he was really fucking good at playing like a fat. Oh, you know Italian his uh, his linguistics were really good. I was like, oh, dude, he's fucking this off. perfect. And and the way yeah. that at the end when when he was getting grilled by the Catholic Church and he just grabs the espresso and like shoots it back, sets it down, and walks away. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So you're not done yet. We're not done yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking great. Just fucking great. He's like, do you want a latte? He's like, what? Like ten o'clock in the morning? Like double espresso. Yeah. yeah. Um, so really, I just want to we'll we'll pause right here for a moment and just say, look, uh, we're going to start going into some in depth discussions about this film, particular scenes and stuff. It will be a spoilery discussion. So if you haven't seen it, I suggest you pause right here. Go watch it. It's on Netflix right now. Go watch it. Check it out. You're gonna like it. It's really good. Um, and then come back and listen to what we have to say and send us some feedback. See if you agree with what we're saying. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
You are a fucking star, aren't you? <laughs> All right. So, uh, getting into the spoilery discussions, right? Um, the the whole general kind of atmosphere of the Abbey that they inherited and moved into was fucking creepy from like right off the bat. It was, yeah, because the wall crumbled and that kid like looked in there and saw like something on the wall, you know, like. The other thing too is like just the idea, like who the fuck moves into a fucking 15th or 16th century abbey yeah. that's been abandoned for for yeah, how many the years fuck? yeah like goddamn they must be poor or something they had no choice like we inherited this place we're fucking moving to that's it that's what she said we have no money she's like when we're this is all your dad money. left us this is it we're gonna yeah. fix it up and sell it and then you know move back to the u.s and you know that Spain. those yeah uh, once once that that scene happened where that cracking went on and the construction workers looking, and there's a gas explosion. Uh, they're like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not That's coming it. back. Fuck it, we're, we're out done of here. working." <laughs> they all left. There's so many, you know, the issues with this place. Now we're fucking gone, and they I've, didn't come back. Yeah, because then you felt kind of bad for her then, because like, what the hell are they gonna do now? Yeah. She just got done telling her daughter that, like, as soon as the house was sold, they'd move back, you know, and they could have their lives back, sort of. I thought those kid actors were pretty good too. Yeah, and you know, the daughter, she looked familiar too. She was, had to have been in something recently, and I just don't recall what it was, but she looked really familiar. Um, but anyway, um, so once they're in there and, and uh, the son, you know, was dealing with his father's death, and, and I didn't understand like until later in the film where she explained she wit- the child witnessed his father getting impaled. Yeah. And then they show the car accident and like the fucking... Bar through his head and shit. I'm like, God damn, that definitely yeah, be traumatized. Fuck yeah. the kid up for sure. Um, and then the fact that he hasn't spoken since he witnessed that event for over years, and that's kind of wild. Um, yeah. But the voice actor, I don't know if you recognize it, the voice actor of the demon. It did sound the, familiar. It's the dad from The Witch. Was that who it was? Yeah, the dad. I was like, man, I recognize that voice, and I was like, yeah. I didn't, I never like stopped to like look it up because I was I, I, enjoying I saw the his movie. Name in the credits, I'm like, no shit, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, he was good. He he played a good demon. Yeah, Osmodus. Yeah. yeah, Osmodius. Yeah, but the, the best thing of it all is like you never see like when you see a possession film, it's like the demon is we are legion blah 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 yeah or, yeah or the exorcist it was pazuzu which is real you know lesser keys of solomon you look up all the demons pazuzu is a demon but asmodeus is one of the kings of hell yeah in in catholic mythology and just having asmodeus as one of the as a fucking demon possessing somebody that was fucking crazy yeah that and was kind of cool when, when he realized that too that he was dealing with like a, a like a more powerful demon that he's dealt with before yeah, he's like, this is a king of hell. And he's like, this only reminds me of the one possession I did before where a demon's so powerful he could possess multiple people at a time in the room. And then That was pretty creepy. That, yeah, you see that happen in the room. Like, when that when the daughter's neck, like, turned almost completely around. Oh, it's man. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or when they were fucking, talking in unison. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, pretty... Mom, we're fine now. And like, oh, damn. Yeah. yeah, what a what a fucking great film! And then the whole premise. Whoever wrote the story, like they say, is based on a, on a real occurrence. I can't believe that like really happened though. Like I was like, it's based on, but like how based? Because uh, yeah, like, like how much? <laughs> that was. Yeah. I guess if I had one issue with it, like it, it got a little far fetched there in the last like like ten minutes. I was just like, what the hell? Like really? Like it just got it went bonkers. Like like crazy. 
And I was like, all right. Yeah, this- it did. It did get like way wild at the end. But the one thing that I thought was a great premise was the fact that uh, the theory is that this this king of hell possessed a, yeah. a friar who then caused the Spanish Inquisition. That was a great, yeah, that was a great plot twist. I was like, holy shit. Like, that, <laughs> all right. That's what better way to take was... down the church than by, by <laughs> infiltrating the church and, and making the church, you know, perform these horrific acts on people. Atrocities. <laughs> yeah. And when he opens that up last... that, that well and all those like skulls are like lined around it and those are all the people, I was like, damn, I would not go down in that freaking well. <laughs> Fuck no! And when he dropped, he dropped, he lit a piece of paper to see what's down there, and that lit the gas off, and boom! Oh, yeah. uh, and it was funny when the other priest went in the basement. He goes, "I smell gas, and I smell sulfur." He goes, "Yes, a little gas, a little brimstone. Just don't light a match." <laughs> he did have some good one-liners throughout the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like he was cracking jokes. He's like, "You know any jokes?" He's like, "No, I don't know any jokes." He's like, well, you should learn a few. Uh, it keeps keeps things light. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what 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 a really Really, I was thoroughly entertained by this film. The end, like you said, got a little crazy. Uh, the, the the scene, I mean, for a horror film, like it fits the bill. Yeah, right? It does, it does. Yeah. But for an exorcism film, it never usually gets that bonkers at the end. You know, it's it's pretty right, cut and right. dry. You know, it, right. it, it's not so. Even though even though it's paranormal activity, you know, it's demon possession. It never like gets to that level of craziness like it did in this. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but yeah. I like the fact that he used that kid is like he said you you, you know he took the bait and I was like what, like what the hell is he talking about like it wasn't about the kid ever it was about like getting him about there getting like, the chief exorcist yeah because he sends the that high ranking official yeah yeah because he sends that first priest there he's like I said the fucking priest <laughs> not yeah, this yeah. priest and then, and then he, he goes, knew who he was yeah and he's like I will take down the church from the inside and I'm like yeah, yeah that guy was good man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he uh, he knew his name. He knew their he knew their sins. You know, he was using like their pasts against them. Like, their sins that, were really nice, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one. Well, yeah. That, that one chick, the, had... the, the chick that was covered in blood at the end. There's oh, giant yeah. tits covered in blood. I was like, yeah, come on, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is this for real? <laughs> Father of March too. He, his, you are he a fucking star, right? But they just didn't show hers on. Oh, yeah, yeah, the girl who killed herself? Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so that was good. And and then the part where, you know, your sins will seek you out. And he's like, I got to confess. And my last confession was eight years. He goes, eight years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> he goes, don't even tell me. Uh, you are forgiven for your sins. <laughs> well, that was the cool thing. Like, like the the Russell Crowe character and the Pope were saying that, you know, these these modern Catholic priests don't, understand like they're just going through the motions they've not dealt with some of the stuff that we do you know and and it's kind of uh symbolic that you know our our country as a whole is is becoming less religious and so even the even those who still serve the church aren't as into it as the ones who are like you know have been around for a while so they've seen some shit and they they believe it but that young dude he's like yeah you know whatever like i i haven't been to confession like eight years yeah yeah and it, it just brings out even even with confession and shit. When I when I was watching this film, I'm thinking, man, it explains why I hate the fucking church so fucking much, man. Yeah, right. The fact that you can do whatever you want and just ask for forgiveness is like, what's what's the point of sins then? Yeah. Like, if you're not trying to avoid them, you just go, ah, I n- 
forgive me. I did all this bad there's shit. Lack of, uh, lack of morals there, right? Yeah. Like, there's no need for morals if you got forgiveness. I always found it was weird, like, as a kid, like, going to confession as, like, a nine-year-old, you know, and you're like, uh, I, I, I lied to my mom, like, like I, I don't know, like, you, you know. make Do you make shit up when you're in confession as a kid? I, I felt weird. I felt weird in that little, like, booth, like. Is this for yeah, real? It was, it was <laughs> the strangest thing, man. Like, making little kids, like, go in there and, like, confess their sins is, it's, I think that's emotional abuse. Yeah. Yeah, I just wonder, like. Did anyone, I, like, I had a lot of friends that were Catholic and had mm-hmm. confessions. They used to go, like, Wednesday nights or something, go to the church, do some sermons, do some fucking, you know, uh, uh, confessions. And I'd go to them, what do you say in confession? Like, if, if I were, at, if I, my parents took me to fucking church and made me do confession, I would make shit up. I would say to the priest, yeah, last night I beat up a homeless person and <laughs> stuck my thumb up their ass. I just wanted to see what it was like. Like, I didn't know. And when he was unconscious, I laid my balls on his eyes. And, like, I'd make fucking shit up and see if the cur- you know, the church is going to be like, well, you got to say 50 Hail Marys and fucking Our Fathers. Our Fathers. And- well, that's yeah. like when he asked that, when he asked that priest if he knew any prayers, he's like, uh, Hail Mary. He's, he's like, oh, just keep saying those things. As a, any Catholic should know at least Hail Marys and Our Fathers because that's what you say when you, like, go to confession and they tell you you got to say, like, a dozen of these and, and five of those. Like, they must have different powers to them. Hail Marys aren't as strong as our fathers. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many our fathers you have to do if you teabag somebody. <laughs> or if you molest a child. <laughs> you are a fucking star. Yeah, the church, has, the, oh, you know, that's the thing about it is all those priests that fucked little kids, all they got to do is say, I'm sorry. I confess. I, I got to say 20 our fathers for that kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, the math goes like this. It's for every boy who's over the age of 12, there's five Our Fathers. But if they're under the age of 12, it's six Our Fathers, two Hail Marys or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Yeah, but what a fucking great film. It was a really good film. Because for me, I'm not a religious person at all. I don't believe there's God. I don't believe in heaven and hell. I don't believe in demons and angels. But just the idea of the mythology... Uh, to yeah. me, is a, is attractive for and sure. Yeah, having a storyline built around that mythology is fun. It's fun to watch. It's fun to see. And there were some light moments in there. There were some heavy moments in there. Uh, all the special effects were pretty fucking solid. There, there was, was a couple nothing... good practical effects. I thought. Yeah, like really good ones. Uh, and then even the digital effects at the end with the fire and shit, they didn't look that bad. They they looked like they put a decent amount of money into the VFX in this film. Which brings to the point, I'm very sad that it didn't make any money. Like, yeah. it didn't even make what they spent on that film. Which is a and shame, because it was a good film. Sucked. Yeah, it was a good film. It sucks that it didn't make that much money. And I read that, that the goal was to turn this into a series based on that guy's uh, books that he wrote. And apparently okay. that... It looked like there was a sequel right at the end. Like, it was like, oh, they're going to have a buddy film for the next one. Like, they're going right. to go on the road. That was yeah. the plan because it was based on the books from that pope. I would and watch another one. This pope wrote actual books about his chronicles of of exorcism. Oh, you're right. They could they could do a series. I wonder but, if they like try to like do Netflix or like Amazon Prime yeah. or something like that and, and don't do a theater. Like I wonder like I, I got a feeling they're just not going to pull it off because think about it. Russell Crowe is not a fucking cheap actor to have in a film. True. You have to replace him with somebody else, and then that yeah. throws it all off and. Uh, you're going to have a lesser actor, which, by the way, Russell Crowe, like I said, the guy should get a fucking Oscar for that film. Yeah, he was great. Fantastic. He was fantastic. The whole time, I'm just going, like, this is a masterclass in acting. 
Yeah. Like, I, I was, I've never been a big fan of Russell Crowe. Like, sometimes I feel like he just phones it in in some of his roles. But this one was fucking great. No, and, and I think I was, I was, was a little... Yeah. I was I was a little tainted by it because of the fact that, you know, I just watched a fucking bunch of stinkers over the past couple months. Mm. But yeah. but damn, that was a good film. Yeah. So I'm going to say Man, I don't know. Who you picked it? Didn't uh, Craig picked it? We should Craig should write it first. Yeah, tell us what you think, Craig. Out of oh, five I'm stars. Go, uh, I'm going to go with uh, three and a half. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go four. Yeah, I'm going to okay. go four also. Yeah. I, it was a good movie. Like, you know, it was, it, like, like Sal said, it, it wasn't our, like, not, not all the horrors we've watched have been bad, but the, no. the production and the acting, you just don't get Russell Crowe and you don't get those kind of effects that you got in the, a studio film like this, you yeah. know? And we haven't watched it, in, in, you know, in the defense, we haven't really watched the studio horror in a while either. No, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh,. Alex S-O-E, E-S-S-O-E. Alex S-O-E, that's the, that's the female actress that was in there. Uh, Laurel Marsden, it was the teenage girl. What about the, what about the demon voice? What's his name? Uh, why can't I see his name in the cast? Uh, hmm. They don't give him credit? He's in there somewhere. Where the hell is he? Ralph Innocent. Where's, I don't see his Ralph name. Ralph Innocent, I think. Ralph Innocent? Yeah. His yeah, name's Ralph. Ralph. list them out there. Uh, is it? Do I have to look at all casting crew, maybe? All casting crew. Uh, yes, Ralph Innocent. There he is. Yeah, man, that guy's voice is in is very distinguished voice, man. Yeah, he's I knew I recognized voice. it. I'm like, I know, I know that voice from somewhere. Yep, he's the voice of Asmodeus. Very good. And whenever I hear Asmodeus, I think of uh, the song with, remember uh, Ghost, the band Ghost? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one song goes, Asmodeus, Satanus, Lucifer. Oh, yeah. So uh, every time I hear Asmodeus, I hear them chanting Asmodeus. The king of hell. Yes, one of the kings of hell. Just like, uh, what was that other, what was that other uh, film, um, that we were just talking about with the. How uh, do you become a king of hell? Uh, what you were one of the chief demons, one of the warriors during the battle in heaven and hell. So it's Beelzebub, Asmodeus. Um, uh, I can't. I can't remember the mythology. Assuming they're all fallen angels too, or is yeah. That yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They're all fallen angels. Yeah. Azrael waged war against God. Yeah. Azrael, Asmodeus, Satan. Paimon was that? That was the one from Hereditary. Paimon is a prince of hell. He was oh, not, not an angel. Yeah, he was not an angel. He started life as a demon, so he oh, was okay. never an angel. Gotcha. Uh, he's one of the children of Lilith. Gotcha. Which is, there's a whole mythology with that, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm going to say uh, American Nightmare podcast uh, four stars for that film. Yeah, yeah. Go check it um, out. 
I, I definitely uh, I enjoyed it enough that I will watch it again. I don't know that I would buy it for my collection, but I would definitely watch it again. Sure, uh, ter- I'd, I'd watch it again. Another nice, another nice thing is it's on Netflix, so you get good picture quality. And- yeah. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about Netflix, I'm thinking about canceling them, is like they keep putting on shitty shit from other countries. They put on shitty yeah. TV shows, stuff that's cheap and crappy. They don't. They're not producing great stuff anymore. Yeah, you go like, on like new releases, and then you get like four or five deep into it, and then all of a sudden, like you said, it's like it's weird all stuff shit from, from other. Yeah, countries. like yeah. they're importing a hell of a lot of Indian films now. And yeah. not that I have anything against it. It's like uh, where the fuck are you know some new stuff from uh, that's produced by Netflix? Like not a foreign film that they purchased to put up there, but something yeah. that they're producing. Yeah. And well, great, and all the good shows they seem to like not fucking. There renew. might be like, some lag from that writer's bullshit, maybe. So. Well, even even prior to that, like Sandman, they should have been producing season two of oh, Sandman. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, I totally agree. Yeah. Stranger yeah. Things. Why? Why? Why hasn't Dude, that sec- It was a second half. Of the, yeah, like I'm like, why was that not already worked on? Exactly. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? They're not spending money on the shit. They it was a half be. of a season. You would yeah. think the other half was already almost done, right? Yeah, and all they had to do was post-production and be ready. But no, not even the case. They didn't even fucking film it. So it's now everybody's, everybody's going to age up even more like than they did. <laughs> They're going to all be like 30 trying to, trying to like shoot the second half of that season. It's yep. going to be shit. And, and that's why I get pissed off at companies like Netflix. Same with Disney. Disney pull, I just read this article in the LA Times this week. Disney pulls this stupid fucking move where every show they have... They changed the name of it after the third season. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, that's right. My kids used to watch Zack and Cody, and then it became Zack and Cody uh, on deck or something like that. Yeah, Sweet Life. Sweet Life on deck is the third season. Same thing with, like, you know, Hannah Montana, my daughter used to watch. After the third season, they changed the name of it. I'm like, yeah, I wonder why. Well, LA Times says they do that because of SAG. Because after the third season, you have to start paying the actors more money. So rather than pay more money, they rename the show or cancel it or make a spinoff. Uh, so that's bullshit. It, it resets the actor's pay rate down to the bottom again. That's bullshit, man. That's Yeah, cheesy. what a fucking shit move that is. And part of it is like, yeah, <laughs> like why? Everyone is like, why is, why is um, the new Daredevil season called Daredevil Born Again? Why don't you just pick up where Netflix left off? Disney resets everyone's pay. And it's because now Charlie Cox and all those guys are talking about, hey, we're not getting paid as much as we were for the Netflix show because they fucking rebooted and make it look like it's a brand new show. Oh, man, that's crap. Dirty fucking dogs at Disney. And the thing about Disney, Disney doesn't make anything special. They use other people's skills and other people's talent to create content to sell to you. They don't actually yeah. manufacture anything on their own. Yeah, and yeah, even some of some of like the Disney classics aren't even their properties, like Peter yeah. Pan, Winnie the Pooh. Like that's some shit that they just like took. They licensed from other shit, or or worse yet, it's a it's something that was over a hundred years old and became public domain, and Disney took it and said, "We're licensing yeah. this for our own product." Like fucking rotten bastards. The whole I think the whole movie and entertainment industry is just full of bastards like that, just fucking people over left and right. Yeah. And I'm just glad that the actor strike, which, by the way, for anyone listening to this, the American <laughs> Nightmare podcast, we stand by SAG. We stand by the Screenwriters Guild. And we stand by all of the, uh, um, the auto workers strike. Because 
The only thing of value in this world is your labor. Your labor is the only thing of value. Fuck capitalist pigs. Right. Capital has no value without Without labor. Without labor. Right, exactly. And it's time we Labor has to presuppose capital. Exactly. And it's time that they fucking learn that lesson. Bastards. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) On that note. I'm going to thank everyone for listening to the American Under Podcast. <laughs> thank you for listening to a rant. Thank you for subscribing. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mothers, tell your wives, tell your girlfriends. Listen to the American Nightmare Mistresses. Podcast. Mistresses. Subscribe. Mistresses. Subscribe. You are a fucking star. Subscribe. Right? Subscribe to the American Nightmare Podcast. We have a lot of subscribers, but we don't get enough feedback, goddammit. What, are you all lazy out there? Mm. All right. So anyway. You listen to the podcast, you want to give us some feedback, feedback at the hyphen American hyphen nightmare.com. Send us your feedback through email. Let us know of some top five lists that you'd like to hear. Give us your opinions on our top five list. Tell, tell us if you agree or if we missed uh, a movie that you think should have been in the top five. Also, g- recommend some films that we might want to watch and review. Um, so once again, thank you everybody for listening and We will uh, talk to you next month. Peace out. All right. Thanks. Thanks.